When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on everyone, my name is Andy, welcome back to another FPL video. In this one it's my team selection for game week 14, so I'm going to show you how the team is looking, which I think is pretty good for this week. The key decisions over the next couple of weeks, the tricky decision on captaincy and all that good stuff. And I'll quickly run you through how I did in game week 13 as well. So if you enjoyed the video, make sure to give it a like, hit that subscribe button to help me hit 400,000 subscribers and let's jump into it. So I think going into game week 13, a lot of us expected, not necessarily the worst, but that the game week wouldn't be that great. I think most of our players had away fixtures. We weren't expecting many clean sheets. You had Haaland versus Salah, Son versus Watkins. Newcastle were obviously playing Chelsea as well. Despite that, it was actually a pretty good week for me. The overall total score wasn't fantastic. It was only 54, but that was enough for another green arrow. And I went from like... 482k to 374k or something like that so i'm slowly rising up the ranks that's my fifth green hour in a row and given that i'm an fpl manager i can't be anything but pessimistic so if i've had five green hours in a row instead of thinking well this could continue i'm expecting a red one just around the corner i think the team actually looks okay for the next couple of weeks but there's going to be some trickier um, decisions as we get closer to christmas which i'll discuss later on in terms of who did well double arsenal defense really came in for me there's still some people out there without any arsenal defenders not many people are on the double up so for Saliba and Gabriel, both to get six points was great. Saka only got one assist, but finished on eight points because they got the clean sheet, which is obviously one of the bonuses for being a midfielder in this game. And he got two bonus. Elsewhere, there weren't really a huge amount of, you know, big scores. Haaland got one goal, one bonus, seven points. I captained him, so that was 14. I think the only good thing is, apart from Saka, Haaland was my next highest scoring player. So I didn't go for Son, which I was considering. He blanked. I didn't go for Salary either. He obviously got the assist against Man City and finished on five points. And then Watkins, as he does, uh, chips him with a return and got five points as well. I think he was on two or three bonus before he got the yellow card. So that yellow card was quite a big drop in points. But still, he has been fairly consistent. I did bring in Burmo in the end uh, for Matoma. Annoyingly, I once we saw that Matoma video of him running to training on social media, I decided to wait to get more news on him so i missed the price rise from burmo and obviously then we found out from deserby that matoma wasn't available anyway so i made the switch mostly because i didn't want to play archer i'm not going to go over old ground again because i discussed it enough last week but i didn't see it as an issue bringing him in against my double arsenal defense i just felt in isolation that in burmo was better than archer and i also knew that was a move that i would want to make in game week 14 and it was very likely that I'd be forced into doing that early. And Inverno's already gone up in price this week. So if I hadn't done it last week, I would have done it very early this week instead. And ultimately, I wanted him in my midfield. So, yeah, overall, I can't be anything but happy with my team, even though I'm being a little bit pessimistic expecting a red arrow. But since that wildcard in game week 10, things have gone really well. I got the green arrow in game week 9 just before I wildcarded. And I've had four in a row i guess after you wildcard you're expecting to do pretty well and eventually that kind of luck runs out it's just a case of when will that happen but let's see how game week 14 is looking
All right, let's start with the goalkeepers and defenders. Now, I've only got 0.1 million in the bank, so I don't have a huge amount of money to upgrade anyone without making a downgrade somewhere else. And there's not a huge amount of players in my team that I want to sell at the moment. So I am a little bit stuck in terms of what I can do. But I'm also aware that at some point soon, I am going to have to deal with some of my defense because it looks okay this week, but that's not going to be the case in game weeks 15, 16, etc. And I'll show you that in a minute. Uh, and I've only got one free transfer. Now, with the goalkeepers... I've got the combination that a lot of you will have, which is Ariola in my first 11 against Crystal Palace at home. And then I've got Matt Turner on the bench, who, as we know, has lost his place. Now, West Ham defence has been awful, right? I think I've only had one clean sheet from my goalkeepers so far this season in 13 game weeks. And that was Jordan Pickford when he got his nine-pointer. I'm still not particularly worried about it it's not like there's loads of 4.5 million goalkeepers that are getting points every single week i don't have any money to upgrade anyway the fixtures are still good and cheap goalkeepers do have a tendency at some stage to pick up lots of points so i'm hoping that happens with Ariola. and this week in particular that could be facing a crystal palace team without Eze. i know that elise is back but Eze would be a big miss for them so hopefully Ariola can get a clean sheet i'm not particularly confident in that shout but i don't think it's anything to worry about or use a transfer on there is obviously a goalkeeper that a lot of people are talking about at the moment and that is allison who could be out now at the time recording i don't yet know how long he might be out for liverpool do have a europa league game on thursday so we'll hear from Klopp later on on wednesday you might have even heard from him by the time you watch this video if he rules allison out for like I don't know, until the new year maybe, then I would consider Kelleher because he's only 3.9 million and getting Liverpool's goalkeeper for 3.9 million just seems crazy. I do agree with people that say Alisson being out makes that Liverpool defence weaker because obviously he's so good, but I don't think it makes it so weak that I would turn down a 3.9 million goalkeeper for them, especially with Fulham at home, Sheffield United away and Palace away. I do think that he ha Alisson has to be out for a while though because... Man United at home, Arsenal at home in 17 and 18 aren't fantastic. Then it's Burnley away, which is fine. And then Newcastle at home on New Year's Day. So that's January 1st. If he's out even longer, then obviously that is better. But I don't know if that's going to be the case. Now, if I was going to sell one of my goalkeepers to bring Kelleher in, it would definitely be Turner, not Ariola. I don't see any point in selling Ariola when most of us got him for 4.2 million or below. I know he hasn't been great. But you could, it could be a case that Allison comes back early and all of a sudden you don't have a goalkeeper. I just don't know why you'd put yourself in that position. So if I make a goalkeeper change this week, it will be Turner to Kelleher and then I would probably play him ahead of Ariola until Allison is back. There is some talk from people like um, Ben Crennan on Twitter who are always looking at future fixtures that potentially, depending on what happens in cup games and stuff like that, the Liverpool could have a double. I think it's around game weeks 24 or 25. And if that happened, obviously Kelleher would be blocking a third Liverpool spot, which you might want. So I am kind of conscious of that as well. I don't think right now I'm looking at a triple up on Liverpool. Like I don't have Simakas. I have got Salah. I don't have Darwin. Like, could I bring Darwin into my team? Maybe. Is Kelleher then going to block a third player? I don't see me buying Simakas at the moment. So I don't think that's a huge issue at the, uh, right now. Sorry, going into game week 14. But a long way in the future... That might be an issue. So it's not all upside with Kelleher, but I think there's enough there for 3.9 million that I would be tempted. But we're going to have to wait and see what Klopp says about Allison. 
In terms of my defence, I've got that double up on Arsenal. They've got Wolves at home this week. I don't think Wolves is an easy game, and they have found a way to score, I think, in most games this season. But Arsenal are also one of the best defences in the league. They're at home. I've got no issues playing Gabriel and Saliba. Gabriel at some point might get a rest, but it's not something that I'm going to worry about. If he's got a good fixture, I'm just going to play him. And then my third defender at the moment is Charlie Taylor. Now, Burnley have been terrible. I don't expect man, uh, many clean sheets from them, but if they're going to get one, it's at home to Sheffield United, and I am tempted to just play him this week. My alternative options are Gay against West Ham away. Now, if Bowen is back, I don't really see... I don't see Palace getting a clean sheet either way, but if Bowen is back, that makes it even worse for them. So he's currently third bench. And then I've got Matty Cash against Bournemouth. Now, originally, before that Spurs game... I don't know about anyone else, but when the deadline passes, I always set my team for the next week. I did have Matty Cash playing, but that substitution at halftime has worried me a little bit. That possibly they do that 4-4-2 formation. They have Bailey right wing, and instead of playing Cash as a right back that tucks in, they might just play Konza there instead. And I think Cash has to go for my team long term. I just don't think I need to rush into it this week because I've got Charlie Taylor. It's, when you say it out loud, it doesn't sound great. I mean, I'd much rather have... Simicas in that position but I don't think he's worth bringing in but I think that's the problem with defense at the moment it's the the defenders that I would want don't have great fixtures this week so I could sell Matty Cash to Simicas but I think he might miss one of the next three and I don't really need him this week so I'm kind of prepared to go without him but if you look longer term right so on fantasy football hub you can get your team rated for free links in the description if you want to use the other tools 30 day free trial etc at the moment so my defense looks great this week well, i think it looks pretty good then i've got double arsenal defense in game week 15 against luton and i can also play gay against uh bournemouth at home but from game week 16 it gets tricky because double arsenal defense has villa away gay has liverpool at home uh, charlie taylor i just don't want to play and he also has brighton away and Cash has Arsenal at home, followed by Man City at home. So the player I want is Poro, but I need to get money to do that. So one of the moves I've looked at longer term is Cash to Poro, and then Gay down to like someone like Lascelles. But I really need a Botman update before I'm kind of prepared to go there and take that risk. I might just do it by the time we get to game weeks 15, 16, and just hope that Lascelles keeps his place and Botman doesn't come back. But it would be easier to do it with that. So I know my defense needs fixing over the next couple of game weeks but it's not this week that i need to do it and i just think although matty cash is probably going to drop in price this week almost certainly right and that will lose me 0.1 million i think getting an extra transfer to spend and more information about defenders is a better thing to do because i like Porra. i also like kyle walker as well i don't i haven't completely written off going for fabian share as well there's lots of options and i just can't get to any of them this week without making that second move and it's just not worth a hit right i'm not going to take a hit to get rid of Matty Cash, to get Poro against Man City away when I can just play Charlie Taylor instead. So it's not ideal having a Burnley defender, but I think for this week it might be okay. So I think on paper my midfield looks pretty good at the moment. I've got Salah against Fulham at home, Son against Man City away, which is a difficult fixture this week of course, but I think he's still a good FPL option moving forward. I've got Saka against Wolves at home, Palmer against Brighton at home, and in Burmo against Luton at home. And it's kind of the opposite to last week. Most of my players have a home fixture this week rather than an away one, and they're all pretty good as well. And I don't really have many concerns about any of those midfielders i think they're all pretty much nailed on to start even with the extra fixture congestion we have in december i think maybe with 
Palmer, there's a few more question marks because Chelsea haven't had too many midweek fixtures. So we might see some rotation when Nkunku's back. That's another attacker to add to the mix. But at the moment, he's pretty much nailed on to start. All their minutes are decent as well. And I'm pretty sure they're all first choice penalty taker for their club. We know that Palmer's taken the last four for Chelsea. That might change when Nkunku comes in, but I think Palmer will keep them until he misses. And then with Son, we haven't seen a penalty for Spurs yet, but I think we're all pretty sure he's going to be first choice. And Saka definitely is, unless he gives one of them away. So things just look pretty good. And look, it's a boring midfield. I accept that, but I don't really care about it either. I just want points. And I think those five players can deliver that. And I've spoken a lot over the last couple of game weeks about the extra fixtures in December is really handy to have players you can rely on for starts. And I think that's what I've got here. So Inbermo is going to stay until African Cup of Nations. Obviously, this is all barring um, injuries and stuff like that. With Son, he's probably going to stay until the Asia Cup. And I suspect that Salah will still be in this team until African Cup of Nations as well. Now, the only thing that's in the back of my mind is that 0.1 million in the bank. It's not really leaving me many options with that defence. And at some point, it might be easier if I downgrade an attacker. But I just want to leave that decision as late as possible because I'm not really sure who I would want to sell. I don't really want to get rid of any of Saka, Son, and Salah. And at some point, it might be worth doing because I can downgrade them to someone a little bit cheaper who's better value. That would then let me upgrade one of my other players as well, maybe my defense and my third forward spot. But I just don't think that's anything I need to worry about in game week 14. So as an example, right, I could go from Salah to another £8 million midfielder, whoever that might be, maybe even someone cheaper, right, like Jared Bowen, and I could upgrade Archer to like a Solanke or something like that. And the reason that I'm thinking about that, and it's not something like I think I will do, but it's in the, like I said, it's in the back of my mind, is because when we get to game week 18, obviously players like Burma and Haaland aren't going to play, and look, Cameron Archer is okay to play for one week, but if I could have someone better in that position, that could be something that might be worth doing. So I am not saying to sell Salah, and I'm not saying that I will do it, but it is something I'm at least open to doing. But for this week, I don't really have too much more to say on the midfield. I think it looks pretty great. Just on Son, I suppose, there's still some people concerned about no Madison. I think they created enough chances against Villa to not be that worried. I do think that... Benton Kerr also being out now is a problem for Spurs. He's going to be out for two and a half months, I think it is. But I just think Son offers so much as an FPL option. There is no need to kind of get rid of him at the moment. And yes, this is probably going to be a fourth blank in a row. I'm not expecting anything against Man City. But the games after that, I still think he's a decent option to hold on to. I should just clarify that the other day when I talked about Son on Monday, I think it was... I just said there's no one to sell him to this week that I really want. And obviously a lot of people came back and said, well, with two free transfers, you can downgrade into like a Palmer or a Gordon or someone like that and upgrade another position. And like I've just said, I am open to that, right? And if that fits your team, then you should do that. But for my team, I just don't think it's worth it this week. And I'd rather leave my options open because all it will take is a song goal or a song penalty. And then suddenly the narrative around him will change. You'll look at the fixture run coming up and you might think he looks better than he did the three weeks that he's just blanked. So that's why I want to keep hold of him. But otherwise, midfield, in my eyes at least, is looking decent.
And then up front, I've got Haaland and Watkins, the same front two I've had since I wildcarded in game week 10. Now, I know I've just said that I'm potentially open to selling one of my attackers to get funds for other moves, but that player will not be Erling Haaland. He's going to be held the whole way through, even with that blank in game week 18. It's not worth taking him out, only to then bring him straight back in again. Lots of opportunities to captain him over the next few weeks. No Asia Cup, no African Cup of Nations or anything like that. So he definitely stays. I come on to captaincy for game week 14 in just a second with Watkins it's basically exactly the same position as I am with Salason and Saka at some point could he be downgraded to make another move elsewhere yes do I need to make that move this week when he's got Bournemouth away no probably not so he is going to stay and I think I'm conscious that in game week 18 I might want to captain him so again if we go forward to the fixtures in game week 18 so no Harden, no in Burmo that week you've probably got Salah against Arsenal at home which on paper is not the greatest fixture you've got Son against Everton at home I think people's opinions on him as a captain will depend on what he's done the few weeks before that um, but I think that's potentially an option and the other one is of course Aston Villa against Sheffield United at home um, and the other thing I quite like about that is the deadline for game week 18 is on Thursday. So we're not going to hear from most managers in press conferences ahead of their games. We might hear from Unai Emery because I, I would guess that he would have his press conference on the Thursday. And because the deadline's not till half six UK time in the evening, we should hear from him. So if we know that Watkins is fit and he's got Sheffield United at home, that might just be worth going for. So I am kind of loathe to sell him. I think getting rid of Diaby is fine. I think getting rid of Cash is fine. Watkins less so and obviously you've got if you're going to sell him you've got to pick a replacement now there are a couple of players that are definitely in my thoughts one is Darwin Nunez who as I've said before it always feels like he's in my thoughts to bring him but it never actually happens but Liverpool do have Fulham at home Sheffield United away and Palace away and Jota I think came off injured against Man City in game week 13 if he's out for a while that just adds even more minutes to Darwin Nunez so I think he looks pretty good will he start all three of those games that I'm not sure about. Potentially if Jota is out, or at least his minutes will be good over all three of those games, but it's not a guarantee. Whereas you know with Watkins, he is going to start every single match. So Darwin is someone under consideration. And Izak as well, who scored again last night against PSG. I mean, this guy is great. It's just, is he worth the risk? Because they don't... I mean, did you see the bench for Newcastle last night? I think the first level was pretty good. That bench is running on fumes. And I think that's... In one way, good for Izak because they don't really have anyone else that can play there apart from Gordon, but he's needed in wide positions. But at the same time, I don't know if Izak can play all the minutes that Newcastle are going to need him to. But if he does, he's going to be great over this little run as well. And both of those players are cheaper than Watkins. So, for example, Watkins down to Izak gives me one million to spend. So I can do cash to Poro. Even if cash drops, I'll be able to afford that easily. And I've still got 0.7 million in the bank. So maybe that's a gay to share as well, who I might want down the line. So that's why it's not it's not a case that I think Watkins needs to be sold. It's just what it opens up. I just think if Ezat then gets injured, what are your options to go to for 7.4 or less? Maybe back to Alvarez, who I haven't had for a little while. Maybe to Solanke or someone like that. So again, open to it, which I've probably said about a million times in this video, but probably not something I'm going to do this week. I think just with Watkins, like it's just Man City and Arsenal at home. Is there returns in those games? I mean, Villa caused most teams problems, so potentially. I just think after that, he's still such a good long-term hold that I probably just don't worry about him for now. 
I don't know. I think I think this is a like I said. I think this is a tricky period coming up for FPL where I don't really want to get rid of anyone, but I probably will have to soon. Just quickly on captaincy, I am very torn between Salah and Haaland. Originally, when I set my team for game week fourteen, I put it on Salah, and I do. I do see myself going back to that because of the fixture. On paper, Fulham at home is better than Spurs at home. But as we know, Haaland is ridiculous at home for Man City. And also, Spurs are still going to be missing Van de Ven and Romero. And if they play Emerson Royale and Ben Davies as centre-backs against Haaland, I don't know, surely there's returns in that. I mean, he's already got a 16-pointer against Chelsea and Man United. And look, you can joke around that those two teams are worse than uh, Spurs. But are those defences worse than a Spurs defence with Emerson Royale and Ben Davies as centre-backs? I'm not so sure. So I'm quite torn. And at the moment, I've got it on Haaland. And I'm not sure if it's going to stick. If you've got an opinion on that captaincy, one way or the other, leave me a comment below. Because I am really unsure this week. If I had to guess, I think I'll leave it on Haaland. Because I think him at home is always... It's, it's basically a banker for returns. And look, Salah is obviously great as well. And they've got a great fixture. And I don't... I wouldn't hate having to captain him whatsoever. But I always think I need a good reason to go against Haaland. And I don't know if I have that this week. So let me know in the comments below what you think. If you've enjoyed that video, make sure to give it a like and hit that subscribe button. Make sure to, uh, sorry, don't forget to check out Fantasy Football Hub. Links in the description below. And if you're listening on podcast, please do rate five stars if you've enjoyed what you've heard. I'll leave that video there and I'll catch you tomorrow for the Game Week preview. Sports Social Podcast Network.